0: Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. Now, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out
1: on any feature content. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings Experience podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And with me, we've got after Easter, Mr. Ben Solkeld. How are you, Ben?
0: Morning. Yeah well well man yeah what what day is it again it's crazy what happens um school holidays man it's just a it's just a completely different realm of time <laughs> love hanging with my kids but it's like you forget what day it is and yeah when you get really present with it it's beautiful and amazing but then when you come back to the business end of life you're like shit man
1: what day is it we <laughs> So much to get done here, like we're in such a strict routine. Yeah, no, I I felt the same way this morning, getting up and I'm like, shit, what time? (laughs) What time am I supposed to be talking to Ben today? (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy, man, crazy. It's part of life. But like I said, I mean, hopefully you had a great weekend. Um, I know we did. You know, the kids had an amazing time, you know, just hanging out, being kids as they always sort of do over the weekend. So really, really fun. Um, But if you don't mind, I just kind of want to get into it because I think this is something that's that's really important. So, you know, a lot of men tend to sort of put everybody else in front of them, right? The kids, the work, the job. Um, and they usually end up putting themselves last on that list as far as, you know, want to be able to take care of themselves. Um, and and the, the question, I guess, is, you know, that I wanted to talk about was how important is it to be able to take care of yourself as a man? and not feel guilty about it right so my first question to you is what is sort of self-care
0: man it's i think a lot of people use the um analogy of you know being on a airplane or a jet whatever you want to call it and you're flying somewhere and they they run the safety demonstration of you know when the masks drop down what to do and the first thing they say is don't put it on your kids first don't put it on your wife don't put masks on everyone else you've got to put that mask on yourself first like you've got to get yourself sorted then you can go and support and help others and that's really what this comes down to is putting the focus back on oneself in order to be able to support and you know contribute and do all the things we want to do for our kids our wives our communities etc now in terms of you know, what is personal development, so to speak, self help? You know, what are all these things that we, we set out to do or that can enhance a man's life? Look, through all the work I've done, I really think that the, the, if you start with the intention, the intention is to, you know, increase a, a person's capacity to be able to show up in the world. So that's your capacity physically, mentally, emotionally, and professionally. To an extent as well, and so I'm always looking at what are the things I'm doing on myself that are going to raise my capacity across those, you know, what we call like the power pillars in in our world, and you know, things that we do: meditation, journaling, cold showers, breath work, you know, even even uh, cold water immersions, ice baths, um, daily gesture of love, thirty second hugs. Exercise, specific types of training, weekly warrior challenges, you know, even down to the things you eat really at the end of the day, all these things sum up to helping you operate and perform at your best. And I feel that's what's the underlying intention uh, there when, when you say, you know like what is this self service, this this thing, these things we need to do on oneself?" I feel it's a culmination of things but at the end of the day it's anything you do to enhance you as a human being as an as an individual how does one raise his awareness his consciousness his connection his love his his gift of life for him being there as a human being anything that can raise that that's that's the work that that we're talking about here
1: okay so how does like self care help you become you know, a better father, a better husband, and a better leader.
0: So if you, if you think about, like what I was talking about there with self-care, raising your capacity uh, to be able to show up as the best version of yourself. Man, when I'm working on myself, which I, which I do every day, the more, I, more work I put into myself, the more patience and presence I have to be a, the father I want to be the more patience and presence and connection and love I have in my marriage. You know, the more uh, energy I have to give and keep giving to those that I want to give to. So, you know, again, you know, most men and women that are listening probably have kids and are probably in a relationship. And at the end of the day, it's like, wh- what are we what are, what are we really here to do? We want to give as much as we can give, right? Like you said at the start of this this session, you know, a lot of men, come into our realm they have the discussion one of the big things that they're challenged with is like man i'm i'm getting exhausted i feel like i do everything for everyone else but i do nothing for myself and so they're at that you know that at their threshold so to speak they're they're at their full capacity and so they've got a bucket that's full and how how, how do they give more like you know they're Their wife might require more of them in that moment. Their children might require more of them in that moment. And so we have to work on ourselves, one, to keep that, our bucket, you know, I I guess to an extent, not to overflow it. And then secondly, to build that bucket, like to build that container and make it even bigger so we can give more, so we can show up more. And that comes down to, like I just said then before, like it's really a notion of presence, patience, connection, love, uh, to put into an example, you think about it. When you're, when you're at capacity and you know, you've had a busy day at work, you had your morning and you had to deal with the kids and the wife and all that sort of stuff, and then you have your busy day at work, like I just said, and then you come home, and guess what? The wife and the children need you again. Man, if you're not working on yourself, like who shows up in that moment? That's the guy who loses his shit you know, gets cranky, gets frustrated, raises his voice, you know, does all the things that we don't want to do, but we end up doing it. We snap, so to speak, we get triggered. And then we beat ourselves up over it over the next day thinking, man, why do I keep doing that? Why does that keep happening? Why do I keep yelling at my kids? Why am I so frustrated? Why am I so angry? Why won't I talk with the wife when she asks me how was my day and I just lose my shit because I don't want to talk about it? It's all those little things man that when you work on yourself you're way more open way more open way more connected way more willing to let firstly your wife or partner or you know people into your world through conversation and secondly you're able to radiate out more of the stuff you want to give and gift to your children friends family etc
1: mm. yeah that's i mean that, that's so true and that's something that when i talk to a lot of guys about and it's like you know one of the things that they'll mention is yeah i, I feel like i'm there for everybody else but i'm never there for myself or i always take care of myself last or i, I never have enough time for me uh, but it seems like you know when you ask them you know how's the kids how's the family and it's like yeah i'm there i'm taking care of them i'm doing this for them i'm doing that for them but like, who do I run to? You know what I mean? Um, so I guess, you know, that's that. I talked to a gentleman today, or a couple weeks back and he's running on 12-hour days, right? He leaves the house at like, you know, six o'clock in the morning, doesn't come home again until till six, seven o'clock, has a little bit of dinner time with, with kids and, and puts them to bed. And then right after he puts them to bed, he pretty much, you know, gets back on the laptop again and does more work. So with sort of, you know, the guys that are seeking or don't have enough of that work-life balance, how does one even begin to start to try to find that balance between all of these things and also on top of it, be able to have enough time to be able to put on or, mm. or work on himself?
0: Yeah, hey man, it's a good, good question. You know, like if I think about
1: my life when it comes to
0: work, life, balance in terms of you know I I don't like using a balance but it's you know, you're trying to find a harmony here you're trying to find how can I give myself to business and give myself to the family and do all the things I want to do that makes me feel like I'm I'm a significant piece of the entire puzzle that's here in terms of life the challenge is I co- I I could work 24/7 like I I genuinely could work twenty and still not get everything done I need to get done. And it took me a while to realize this because I found myself, you know, years ago where I was just in a similar modality to that man you just mentioned before. Like, bro, from when I woke up, like if I woke up at four AM or five AM, I'd be straight into business. You know, business thinking, business modality, business mind, get on the tools, whatever it was, da da work through only reason I came home was to have dinner. So I'd come home and have dinner, but then I, as soon as dinner finished and those formalities were done with the with the wife and kids, bang, straight back into business. Now there's a part of it here, and this is this is the hardest conversation that we have with men most of the time. Is the truth is it's it's a fucking choice. Like that's the hardest thing to hear because it's like, well, you don't understand, man. I got a boss who says I've got to be at the office at six thirty in the morning and you can't leave till six thirty at night. Is that where you wanna fucking be, man? Like is that the type of job you want to do? Yeah, but I've got a mortgage and I got I hear you. <laughs> and they're all challenges. But you've you've got to start looking at your life in terms of like what's what's really fucking important here? Like what's really important? Do the kids genuinely want because you know you hear a lot of people say, well I'm doing it for the kids and to Ah, so they want a father who works you know 12, 14 hour days in order to make money that you can go and buy the house and car and buy them all the toys and things that they want or do they actually just want fucking you <laughs> just to push them on a swing just to take them to the skate park just to go to a you know go for a bushwalk just to just to spend time with them. I am of the belief that they just want time. They just want connection. It sounds like they want, "Hey, Dad, I want the fucking new shoes, and I want the bike, and I want all this sort of stuff." But at the end of the day, none of that really matters to them. What matters is is connection, is time, is presence, is you know just being a part of their life, the memories that you build over time. And so, coming back to your question, like, what what about this guy's? getting up at six leaving the house at six he's getting home at six where where does he have time for himself there are elements that you can bring in here you know like I, I find even time in a car time commuting that's time that you can use on yourself like don't venture down looking at Facebook Instagram etc I used to meditate on the train you know when I worked in the city I'd, I'd meditate on the train. Uh, I spent a lot of time just doing going through breath work on the train, even when I was walking to the train station, you know looking at walking meditations, I would journal on the train you know i would I would keep away from distractions as much as I possibly could because I had a finite amount of time I could actually work on myself so for that guy like there's those possibilities, but it's also too like this is the time where you 've really got to take a snapshot and look at the the life you're leading and say, Is this?" how I want to spend out the, the rest of my days. And to make any transition, any transformation, look, it's, it's going to be fucking rough. It's going to be really fucking challenging. And I'm not, I'm not dismissing a guy who's in his 40s who decides to have a career change that's going to be a, a smooth and simple path. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do this job anymore. I'll just go and get a job over here and I'll start. Like, of course, there's ramifications that come off the back of this. However, you got to think long term. And I think that's the piece where a lot of us get stuck. It's like, eh, do I wanna deal with this short term pain and discomfort and stuff that might happen for the next three, six, nine, or twelve months, but it's gonna set me up for, you know, living a more prosperous life over the next five to ten years. Plus, no guarantees, but it's it's got it's gotta be better than the way I'm living now. But most people most people won't do that because they're stuck in that they, they want to stay in the comfort zone. They want to stay with instant gratification. And I think this is a major shift and conversation that we need to have, which is like what actually fucking matters to you for the long term, not the short term. So I don't know if I answered your question there, man.
1: <laughs> no, no, you did. And that was the one thing that I, I posed to to this gentleman as well was hey, I understand you're busy. You know, but what's important to you? And go here, go, you know, we were on the phone. I think we were on the phone. I think it was on a Monday. And I was like, hey, why don't you go think about it? I'll give you a call back. You know, let's talk again Wednesday. And between now and then, just think about what is important to you. You know, is it important to you to be able to work all of these things so that you can buy your your son, you know, the $3,000, whatever trampoline or whatever toy that he wanted? So he comes back to me on Wednesday and he was like, you know, he goes, I'm glad that, you know, we, we got off the phone. And when I did think about it, he goes, the work is always going to be there. But that time for myself and that time for, for my kids is never going to be there again. Like, they're never going to be eight, six years old again. You know what I mean? Mm. And he, he comes back and he goes, you know, sooner or later, maybe in about four or five years, it's not going to be cool to hang out with dad now. You know what I mean? When they get to that teenage years. But he goes, I want to be able to to maximize that that time that I've got with them where hey, you know, that I still have all of their attention. Because we all know that once you hit your teenage years, yeah, it's it's now it's gonna be cool to just hang out with friends. You know what I mean? And for me, like mm. that's what scares me as a dad. And that's you know, and and one of the things that I, I tell a lot of guys with is now I wanna be able now that my kids are what, two and three, two and you know, one's gonna be four soon, is I wanna be able to maximize the amount of time with them. Because I know for a fact that, you know, when my two little girls hit, you know, 14, 15 years old, all they're going to want to do is spend time with their friends. And that scares me because I just want to be able to maximize, you know, my time with them. Um, now, this, was some, this is something I have a hard time with, right? How important is it to be able to say no to others so that you don't sort of stretch yourself or or, yeah. Like, how important is it to be able to say no to other people? Critical. In my mind, like it's it's,
0: because I I think what you're saying here is like when you work on yourself, it feels like a selfish pursuit, right? So it's, ah, look at Michael. Uh, It's all good for him. He gets to go and spend 10 minutes to meditate, 20 minutes to meditate every day, and he gets to go and do his exercise, and he gets to go and spend 20 minutes journaling and reading and, ah, look at Michael. He has this gets to do whatever the fuck he wants with his time. But what about me? You know, like where's my time? Where's my, you know, and we can start to feel guilt, especially if if, if a partner uh, doesn't understand the value of of self-work. So that that's the type of conversation that it can occur. There's also just self-guilt that comes with it. Man, I should be fucking working right now. I should be doing... Something right now that produces some form of ROI, which technically comes down to getting shit done in the physical and social realm. And so it's a really hard conversation to have with oneself when you're saying no to all that because I'm putting myself first here and I need to work on myself. So the answer to your question, man, being able to say no is critical. But the thing is, it doesn't get easier. Like, it doesn't just stop. I Like, I, I don't feel every day, hey, I have zero guilt around working on myself. I still feel a level of, you know, there's part of me that goes, I should be doing something else right now. I should, I'm spending, so if I'm, uh, you know, going into my morning ritual and it's 5.30 in the morning, at 5.30 to 6, I don't really have that thought because I'm like, Hey, man, no one else, like no one's awake. The kids aren't awake. My wife's not awake. You know, business isn't really operating at 5.30 in the morning. But as soon as 6, 6.30 rolls around and I see the watch, that's when the the head noise kicks off because it's like, hey, man, why aren't you at home with your kids? Hey, man, why aren't you home with your partner, your wife? Hey, man, why aren't you in the office doing some work then? You're sitting here on a floor meditating. <laughs> You've got a pen and you're journaling about, you know, your deepest questions and thoughts, etc. Now, over the years, just by doing it, that head noise is less and less, but it's still there. I still have that --Is this the best use of my time right now? Could I or should I be doing something more? Here's where I've landed with it. I am just a better person. When I put that work first every day, I'm just a better person. I'm way more present for my children. I am way more connected for my wife, for my chosen one. I am way more efficient and productive when it comes to business and, you know, actually looking at the work that needs to be done versus the work that I want to do. And so as you go through this process what you've got to realize is you know to use another analogy let's let's pretend you know the job here is to cut down trees in a forest as many trees as you can and you've got 1 hour to cut down as many trees as you can out of that hour you'd want to be spending 30 minutes or more sharpening your fucking axe so that every swing you take is a good, effective, efficient swing. Because otherwise, you're just running around with a blunt axe. And this comes back to what we said before. Otherwise, you're just running around at capacity. Like, hey, man, I'm always giving to my wife and to my kids. Yeah, but you're giving them 30% of your true fucking potential here. Oh, yeah, but you know, like, I really love my kids. I'm not not denying you love your kids. But you're loving them at 30% of your true fucking capacity. Because at some point you do, you get, there's resentment that sits up underneath. You start resenting your fucking kids. You start resenting your wife or your partner. You start resenting business. You start resenting all these things because you're like, oh, well, I don't get time to do it. It's like, no, man, you're not making the conscious decision to go and work on yourself first because it's hard. If it was easy, bro, we'd all be doing it. Like there's no doubt about it. That's one of the hardest, most challenging things. And I think that's, you know, with our work inside Rising King's experience is we hold a man accountable to doing the work on himself because all those excuses and challenges are still going to be there. The wife doesn't change her perception. The kids don't change their perception. Business doesn't change its perception. You just have to get the work done. And we force, you know, and drive and guide a man into working on himself. And all of a sudden – What's, what what do they all say? Fuck! Why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> you know why? Why wasn't I doing this a year ago, ten years ago? It's and, and it's that's that's the truth. It's it's almost like one of those things. On before you do it, it, seems too hard. But on the other side, once you start working on yourself, bro, it's like I I can't think of life without it. And I think that's. So that's that's how important it is to be able to say no. And you're not saying just no. What you're saying is I got to pu- I have to <laughs> I have to put myself first. I want to show up as my best self as a father, as a husband, as a leader. You got to work on yourself first. There's no way around it. You can not avoid
1: it. Mm. Now, what do you say to the guys that have tried to work on themselves, that have given it 100% effort, but maybe, you know, it lasts a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, and then next thing you know, they sort of go back into their comfort zone to where they are, right? Back to not exercising, back to just, but yeah, back to the normal, normal area. How do you know when it's time to go out and seek help? So it's funny you ask that question,
0: We've just uh, implemented a new, I guess, program for guys who have completed Rising King's experience and they haven't gone through Phase 2 with our Code Black and Phase 3 with Legacy. And what we found is that a lot of these guys who have been out of, like they finished RKX maybe... One Month ago, three months ago, six months ago, one year ago, uh, and you know, we've reached out to this. Hey, we've got this new program, RK Life. It's only for graduates of Rising Kings Experience who aren't who've decided that they wanted to go and get on the path themselves. A- 80% of the guys I spoke with, fuck man, I'm so glad you reached out. I found myself falling back into old habits and patterns and etc., it's very challenging by yourself. So, my what I'm sharing here is for, for the guy who's not operating at his highest potential, who is not putting himself first, the time to go and look for guidance and support on this, it's fucking now. Like, there's no, there, every minute that you don't do it is a minute that you're losing out on the richness of life. Every day you do it, that's a day gone. It's a month. Then it's six months. Then it's a year. Then another year passed. Next thing you know, man, like, you know, you're 40. Oh, man, you know, I need to fucking work on myself. Okay, I'm going to make sure that that happens this year, but you don't do anything and you lose it all again. And then you're 50 and then you might be 60 and you see a lot of men start to awaken and become aware in their 60s and 70s. Bro, they just lost <laughs> fucker a, a lot of beautiful time with their children, with their parents, partners, their wives, their chosen ones, business, just life in general. And now they're like, oh, I've had my epiphany. I'm 70. And you maybe got a decade left on a, on a good run. You know what I mean? So it's, I honestly believe the time to start looking at working on yourself, it's now. It's fucking now, man. Like anyone who's listening to this going, oh, when, when should I? It's right now. The best thing to do, you know, is actually look for a process and a path that can support you on it, and that's what I was getting at before with these guys. Because even guys who have gone through it, had a taste of it, run the methodology, working on yourself, but look what happens when there's no group accountability. Look what happens when it's just you doing the work on yourself, right? That's when it starts to wane because it's like, oh well, fuck, no one else is meditating, no one else is no one else is working on themselves. My mates don't work on themselves. My wife doesn't work on herself. Okay, well, fuck it. I'm not working on myself. And then where do we find ourselves? Thinking, feeling, operating almost at the same level we were before when we worked on ourselves. So then it's how I got to get back in the work. The best, pl- best way to get back in the work is surround yourself with others who are in the work.
1: <laughs> Could have said it myself. And that's, for me, I think that's the most important thing, right? Is it's hard to be able to do it on yourself. Final thoughts, man?
0: For anyone who's listening and is not doing the work on themselves, all I can say is start looking down the path. Start understanding what this is, whether it's self-care, personal development, etc. because the external is not going to change. The only thing that you have control over to change in this life is yourself and that's what it all comes back to don't waste don't waste a fucking day don't waste a week don't waste a month don't waste a year look into your children's eyes tonight look into your chosen one's eyes tonight and actually go man every day I'm not working on myself I am losing a day with these people I love
1: Mm. my name is Michael that's Ben Sorkeld. this is another episode of the Rising Kings Experience Podcast stay strong
0: so that's it for this week's show we really hope you enjoyed it uh, make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others you know, raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong.